1: What's going on everybody? This is Marcus and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another podcast episode, another Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Uh we lit. Shira, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. I mean, you just seem like you have a lot of energy. I don't know. I mean, you sound like you've had coffee, but I don't remember you having a cup.
1: <laughs> I don't have a lot of energy. I'm just kind of pushing through it right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. trying to block it out. But uh, I am excited to be on the podcast. I'm excited to uh, sit down with you and, you know, have another dope conversation. So, Shire, we got to talk about the elephant in the room,
0: though. <sighs> What's the elephant?
1: Inflation. Uh. <laughs> it's... uh. We were sitting down trying to think of a topic and it was hard for us to think of anything that kind of was more of the hot button issue than inflation. I mean, we could talk about real estate and paying off debt all we want, but y'all want to know about what's going on with this money. And uh, we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about all things inflation. Let's let's just start there.
0: I don't uh, know about all things, yeah. but we're going to talk about a lot of things. And with this topic The thing that was on my mind is how is inflation infect? I I said infecting.
1: (laughs) It is infecting. Oh lord, it's like a virus.
0: How is it affecting me? You know, how is it affecting the everyday person? And the more I thought about it and looked into it, it's like this is real. This is real. And um, so you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, let's start it off, Shire. Well, we're gonna be sourcing a a few things, but the main thing that stood out to me we read another wall street i read another wall street journal article that talks about how uh economists you know in april were polled and and you know talked to about inflation and it was the general consensus at that time that it was the inflation for that we're seeing what we were seeing at in april was a simply a product of the coronavirus 2020 you know, correction, like everything was kind of correcting itself. People were, you know, supply chain had been had been compromised. And now this was, uh, you know, the the economy pretty much correcting itself. Prices will be up because there is less product and more demand, different things like that. But they came back to those same economists recently in uh, July and they said, you know what? Nah, this looks like it's going to be here to stay. You know, this isn't something that's temporary. This isn't something that's correction. And a lot of their that information came from the Fed, too. The, uh, the Fed said that this was temporary. But those economists who once agreed with them are now saying, Mm-mm, this looks like this could be here to stay.
0: So. Right. And I know what article you're talking about, and I can't say that I read the whole thing, but I can see why the government would want to disagree with economists because mm-hmm. it's really – an admission that our dollars are worth less. So yeah. why would a government come out and openly say to the world, hey, our US dollar is now worth less? So I do appreciate the the optimism of the US government. <laughs> is it
1: optimism or um, is it a lie, child?
0: I mean, I don't know. So but one of the things that I definitely wanted to to um, dive into is, is this normal? Right. So I was like, is this normal? Of course, um, the cost of goods and services do increase over time. Okay. The price of a cheeseburger in 1920 is not what it is today. Um, so my biggest question was, isn't this normal? is this normal? So we looked up the trends of inflation and how it has increased over the years. And I, after doing that, I concluded that this is outside of the realm of normal yeah, inflation. So, sure. in 2016, we saw um, inflation increase by 1.28 percent. Mm. So, I was like, okay, I can get with that. Um, by 2017, inflation had went up by 2.14 percent. So, what that means is that the average cost of certain goods went up by that amount. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just fast forward a couple years. So um, in 2020, inflation increased by 1.4%. And that's actually really good. And so here we are in 2021, and this is what everyone is talking about. Yeah. What is the increase? So the, the increase is 5.4%. And that's, like, huge because looking at, you know, the last few years and looking at inflation over time, it has hovered around 2%. And now it's above 5%. So that means that things are costing more. And yeah. I will say that one thing that I noticed is we went and we got a box of granola bars. Mm-hmm. And Taylor, our daughter, she opened up the granola bar. Uh, You know, she's getting ready to have her one. And she was like, Mom, it's smaller. <laughs> and I looked at it and I said... It is smaller, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that is an example of what inflation might look like. Mm-hmm. That might mean that maybe you're paying the same price, but you're getting less Yes. Um, for uh, your dollar. So companies are shrinking the sizes mm-hmm. of their um, products. So you're receiving less, less, but paying the same price. And in some cases you're paying more.
1: Yeah. I mean, shout out to our friends uh, uh Irish journey, they have friends of the podcast, but yeah, they even said there's garbage bags will be, they'll have uh instead of twenty or thirty bags, they'll have twenty in the box for the same price, right? And so it's 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 definitely it comes in different shapes and, and forms, but Shire, let's make it real plain for them. Essentially, what that says is your dollar has 5% less value than it did last year.
0: I don't know if it's saying it has 5% less value because if that was the case, every single, we, we would end up at
1: 0%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we had to continue. We have to, you're essentially right. Shira. If I were to put a dollar in the bank or uh, if I take a dollar and I put it in my piggy bank and I came back 10 years from now, that dollar may now spend you know, if you keep adding up that percentage of inflation, 1% this year, 2% next year, dah, 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 and I come back 10 years from now, that dollar is worth that much less. You know what I mean? Uh, and so that's why we we wanted to talk about, and I like to get into this, Shire, where to put your money to hedge against inflation, you know, as best you can. Uh, but yeah, essentially, Shire, it's, I think that's what it's saying.
0: I don't, well, you disagree. I, I do, and I
1: love, I love when we disagree. I, this is great.
0: I didn't research it. Okay. I didn't look it up. I don't know what the dollar equivalent
1: me. me, me I mean, me. you
0: could be totally right. Yeah. But like just, if you have, I'm a... just not going to agree right now. Okay. So, like, I'll, if I'll come I come back and agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, I definitely feel like, I
0: mean, because you're, it's like you're giving it a dollar for dollar percent percent and i'm not sure if well, that's if, how they calculate it if, i i hear your reasoning but i just don't know that that is how it's calculated okay. somebody knows who's right let us know
1: yeah let us know but anyway it's it's just a trip so what can we do shire or did you want to go somewhere else i did first? okay let's okay
0: go so the other piece was like okay um the price prices are going up mm-hmm. but what's happening to income right because you know, hey, if I'm making five point four percent more, even with inflation, I won't feel I won't it. Feel it. I won't feel it. So that is when um, I start looking at income and what's happening with income. And so um, the Pew Trust they do a lot of research, mm-hmm. and um, here's a quote from one of their stories talking about um, personal income and. In- individual earnings. So they said that combined earnings for all states fell 0.9% in 2020. After adjusting for inflation, uh, this is the largest decline since the depths of the great recession. So per, in, in 20 2009. in 2009. So personal income has actually gone down. So there were a few states where personal income increased, um, but it wasn't my state. So it was like <laughs> Arizona, and Montana, like, I don't, do we have listeners in Arizona and Montana? If you're listening, uh, shout out in, to y'all, man. Yeah, let yeah, us know because yeah. maybe y'all doing good over there. <laughs> um, so they saw um, income growths um, that exceeded um,
1: pace of inflation. The
0: pace of inflation, um, but overall, in general, a lot of states fell. And I know in 2020, a lot of people, in even in 2021, a lot of people uh, are experiencing reduced work hours. Some of us didn't get raises last year, you know, and so when we don't get um, a cost of living or you don't have some sort of raise and then you have inflation, it's like, okay, I'm actually making less this year than I did the year before. So in looking at wages, wage growth and inflation, I mean, they're not keeping up. Mm. And so that has an effect it has an effect on quality of life, and yeah. it's like you might not see it today. You maybe you'll see it a year from now, but it doesn't. It will impact your quality of life. It's going to. You're going to have to pay more for the same thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and,
1: that, and that's essentially it, Shire. You're paying more for the same goods and services. So your twenty dollars that you know, I mean, I like to think of uh, the barber industry, which is a booming business, or the beauty industry. You know. You, I used to be able to get you get a good haircut for $15, $12, you know, when I was in high school, that same haircut, that's a $60 haircut now. Right. And it's like, yeah, the services have, have, have gotten a little bit better, but $60 better? I mean, that's a huge increase. So your right. goods and services go up over time. They inflate.
0: But what did you learn to do? Because... Got to learn
1: how to pivot. Got to learn how to adjust. I, I, I cut my own hair. He gets his own hair. Uh, You know... Try, try to get the same tools that they use and and you know right. and try to do your best because um you know you want to you, you got to pivot man you got to pivot this this is like a, a machine you you can't you can't stop it you just got to learn how to All right, how do I hop on this thing let me let me hop on this train while it's moving you know so yeah
0: and i think that you know that is a great example of the cost of goods increasing and you as a younger person Mm -hmm. learning how to cut your own hair. Mm -hmm. So not to say that you won't go to a barbershop, like you still will have a photo
1: shoot or I'm going to go to the shop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like you'll still, you'll still do it, but it saves so much money. The fact that you have the skill to be able to do it. Yes. The fact that you can cut our son's hair Mm -hmm. and another thing, Ooh, this might be ghetto, but anywho, you know, um, they had closed all of the like the waxing places mm-hmm. and like I would go get my eyebrows like wax. But I was like, Marcus, <laughs> can you line up my my eyebrows? Yeah, I'm going to create a line. Just follow the line. Right. And like he does it. I'm like, I ain't, I'm not going to go back. <laughs> I mean, I, I have gone recently, but after I went, I was like, this is. Yeah, I'm going to save that twenty dollars. And redirect those funds somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask Marcus if he lining his head up. Can you line me up too? Can you hook a sister yeah. up real fast? You know, so it might be like, you know what? This business is asking X amount for a certain service. And now you really have to think, do I really want to pay that? Do yeah. I really want to pay that? You yeah. know, um, even- and I would
1: prefer you figure it out instead of complaining too. you know what I mean? We got a lot of people that try to get to hook up because the services have gone up. No, don't, don't, don't go in there complaining because they're, it's, 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 you know, they're trying to keep up as well. You know what I mean? So right. we encourage you, you know, f- to find an alternative route, like you, like you're saying, as opposed to going in there and trying to get the homie hookup, you know, don't, don't, oh don't Lord. do that. Don't I do
0: mean, that doesn't work in every industry, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I'm at the grocery store. Can you, get, you know, I ain't got no coupon, yeah, but I can, can, put can you. Put something on it. Yeah, you know, so um so I think that hopefully it will make some people thoughtful like do I really <laughs> want want to spend this amount of money? I was thinking about fast food. Not that we eat out a lot at fast food at least, but right. those are restaurant prices. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like this y- number one the food is not good for me. I I'm going to pay you this amount, you know, for that yeah. no. Yeah. No. Some of us going to be eating at home more. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to be sad about it, Right. you know? So, but then also you think about the reasons for inflation. A lot of these industries, um, didn't have folks patronizing their business. I mean, things were shut down. Some folks are like, Hey, i need to make up for my loss. You right. know, they're having to pay higher wages to attract workers. You know, especially in California, we have a lot of, hiring signs, Mm -hmm. um, sign on bonuses just to join our company. Um, and a lot of that costs money and that expense is, you know, falling on us, not to mention the stimulus where they are printing money, um, and sending it out. And so all of those things play into inflation. Yeah.
1: So Shire, I mean, we talked about, uh, pivoting and we talked about maybe even, um, Analyzing what services you can do on your own, or what you know, how you can how you can cut back there. Right. What are some other ways that people can like f- beat this inflation monster? I mean, for this year, it's to me, this year is kind of like an L uh, to a lot of people. I mean, four point five point four, and the economists are saying sure that 2022, 2023, it will level off at around two point well, five. Exactly. So which well, is still high, it's considering still, it's
0: still high, but we just have to see what happens yeah, yeah. for some people. They haven't been going out as much, you know, so some people might not be feeling it as much because they haven't been, you know, going out on Fridays, you know, going out on Saturdays or um, maybe they're just starting to do that as more things um, are coming open. And here we are in the summer, you know what I'm saying? So I think some folks are feeling it, but maybe we're not feeling it in the way that we will in the future because – for some parts of the country, folks are still playing it safe and they're right. being aware of like getting together in groups. And right. Right. I mean, it is happening, but it depends on your on your state and what's going on in your local area.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we always preach. Um, uh, we have a video, sh- uh, you know, shout out to everybody checking us out on YouTube. But we have a video on our YouTube channel that talks about the bank is the worst place to keep your money, right? Mm-hmm. And we talk about how uh, the return on a checking account or savings account, you know, doesn't even keep up with inflation, let alone. So that's in a bank. So if you're keeping your money cash on you, like you are just living in the, you're living 50 years behind, you know what I mean? But even if you're in a bank, you may want to consider, okay, where am I? Am I, can I put this large lump sum in a uh, CD or in a, I don't
0: a money know market a account? I don't know if CDs will keep up with inflation, but some yeah. of the money market M- money accounts definitely will. Definitely
1: will. So consider that you know we we, we a couple of years ago had to move our money from just a traditional savings to a money market because you, with the money market it averages to anywhere from two to two point four percent so that was kind of keeping up with inflation you know so you want to you want to do your research and consider
0: you know doing those things yeah especially if you don't need the money like tomorrow right you know because if you're in a mark money market account sometimes you have to have a minimum, a minimum. balance. Mm-hmm. Or you have to pay a fee, and you definitely don't want to do that. So, And,
1: and a CD is a minimum time. So you have to uh, keep it in there for a certain period of time.
0: Right. In that period of time, you might be losing money mm-hmm. if the percentage that will be your return is not at least outpacing inflation. Yeah. So it just gives the individual a lot to think about, right? Like, where am I going to store my money? Can I get a better deal if I'm banking online versus the brick and mortar that's down the street and not saying not to support local banks. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm just saying that, you know, we have to approach things a little bit more thoughtful. Got
1: to be thoughtful, man. You got to pivot. You got to pivot and
0: and be intentional. You know, don't, I mean, are you having so much cash in the bank? But you haven't maybe you haven't take that step to start an investment account. So if you have copious amounts of cash and you're not investing, you might want to rethink that, you know? So I don't know, but I think that it, that this inflation, you know, if the economists are right, it's here to stay. And I think that we need to be aware of that and just navigate differently, you know, and just be smart about our spending and making sure that we're on track with our goals and taking steps to make sure that the inflation isn't keeping us from doing the things that we want to do, whether it's payoff debt or investing or whatever it may be. So just staying on track. I don't think that I'm not too alarmed. Okay. I'm not too alarmed. Maybe you are. Um, I would would be more concerned with, am I still on track to do the things that I want to do? Yeah.
1: I I think there, there always has to be a level of tunnel vision when you're trying to accomplish a goal because you know, too many distractions, too much, too much news, too much, this doom and gloom could throw you off your, get you off your square. as They say, so uh, yeah, you definitely want to stay focused on your goal and just push through it. I mean, we've pushed through so many terrible things. If you're a millennial and you're listening to this, you've pushed through some Crap, you know, uh
0: two uh, recessions. Two
1: recessions.
0: A pandemic, a pandemic
1: you know, and you, you can't let none of that keep you from doing stereotypes, what you, yeah. you know, stereotypes, like the stereotypes
0: right. that millennials are are lazy. Like yeah. the stereotypes are so bad that there are like legit millennials that say that they're not a millennial or that they don't feel connected to the <laughs> millennial group of, of people. Like yeah. so it's like, yeah, the mainstream stereotypes and also the thought that millennials are still twenty, like we yeah, creeping we, on 40, you know what I'm now. saying? Right. So um, it's, yeah, it's a lot, yes. you know, but definitely hang in there. And then also, I know you said this podcast is not about real estate, but if you have real estate, then that's actually really good right looking now. Real nice right you know, now. you're looking really great right now because a lot of properties have increased in value, which is great. And um, as inflation occurs, Houses become more expensive to acquire, you know? So we're not saying run out and buy a house, but if you um, are thinking about asset classes to invest in that are a hedge against inflation, yeah. then housing is something that you want to think about, whether it's your primary residence or um, a rental.
1: and I think uh, you would agree with me on this. Can we just say is you can't time the housing market? I mean – You can't the whole theory of I'm going to wait for the prices to come down. I mean, we're nine years in the game of like being students of the housing markets from the time we bought our first home. We always go and we see where, you know, that's something we've done for like nine solid years. And this thing ain't came back down yet. Like it's not going to come down barring a dramatic recession like catastrophic situation.
0: Marcus, we're in a catastrophic situation. We're still in a pandemic. I so, agree, but... So the housing... housing.
1: Look over the 100-year history of the U.S. housing market. Those th- The prices have done nothing but gone up. That's like my, my grandparents actually house, not true. I'm, I'm saying there's it'll dips. It'll dip
0: and it'll work, it will recover.
1: But it's still higher houses. A three-bedroom, two-bath is more expensive now than a three-bedroom, two-bath was in 1920.
0: But not 2009. So I understand like the concern, but I think your point Mm -hmm. is to buy the house when you're ready. Right. Don't get into a house and be cash poor because you think that if you wait, it's going to cost more money. Don't do not put yourself in that position because you will have buyer's remorse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You will have buyer's remorse period. Yeah. Yeah. If you get into something that you cannot afford. So Yes. The it, housing market is going I I mean, it's going it it will go up, but it might it might go down too. I mean, we don't know. So you always have to look at your personal situation yeah. and say, "You know what? I can afford something. I got a little extra in the, you know, the bank, you know, money beyond my down payment. I think I can do this." And yeah. if that's you, then by all means. But don't just do it and end up in a cash poor situation. Right.
1: So, yeah, Shara, I mean, uh, any final thoughts on on this one? This is a uh, and like you said, like we said earlier, this isn't to bring doom and gloom, but man, this is really a hot button topic. Like we follow a lot of, you know, financial. Educators, yeah, and, and this is what they're talking about, and this is what a lot of the financial news articles are really talking about. So we wanted to put our little two cents in here and, and share with our listeners about this whole inflation thing.
0: Right. We definitely want to put our two cents in. Um, But I think my message is to not panic. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this inflation is higher than normal. Um, Is it here to stay? No one knows. I mean, no one knows. Um, I think that people will say yes. Some people will say no. They will have their reasons, their motives for for saying such. Yeah. Um, over time the cost of services and goods will increase. Um, but will they increase at the rate that we're seeing now? That is the actual unknown. Um, but I would say keep working towards your goals. If you're mm-hmm. experiencing inflation, like you really seeing it, you know, just think about how you might navigate differently so that you can continue to stay on track.
1: Yeah, I think times like this are our base message of paying off expenses, lowering uh, your expenses, earning money, like going back to the basics really comes in handy with this, you know, Mm -hmm. more first level uh, financial literacy really can combat a lot of the inflation stuff. So yeah, great, great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it later. Bye. Peace.